Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. So guys, to be honest, it's been kind of a sad week. My grandma died. I know that was just like a lot of me just to throw out right there, but I'm like, welcome back guys. Um, My grandma is dead. Okay, well... She is, is the thing. This is sounding fucked up. No, I am pretty sad about it, okay? My grandma was the world to me. I love her to death, but the one thing she was before grandma was a boss-ass fucking bitch, period. So she would have really hated for me to take off the week of podcasting and not upload an episode for you guys. She literally would have came down from heaven and um, rang my fucking neck because she would have been disappointed if I decided to take this week off. So as much as I am sad about her passing, I know I can't just sit and dwell on it, mainly because she will come haunt me. No, but because I just got to keep going with life. I've experienced a lot of death in my life, and I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on that, but I know I just have to keep going and push myself and just keep on going. So I'm going to dedicate this week's episode to her because I'm going to be talking about my apartment. And this is my first apartment that I got by myself. I signed my apartment by myself and I really just handled this like a boss ass bitch. I pay the bills. I do everything. So I'm like, you know what? This one's going to go out to my grandma because I'm kind of just a boss ass bitch and I want to do something to dedicate to her. Well, I'm going to do a lot of stuff of my work that I'm going to dedicate to her, but she was my biggest fan. She loved every single thing I did, even if she didn't understand it. So like one time she came to my improv show and was like, Livy, I just don't understand how you memorize those lines so well. And I was like, Grandma, I it's I, I didn't memorize those at all. It's an improv show. And she was like, oh, shut up. You're being humble and I was like grandma I literally didn't memorize shit but like let's run with it if she thinks that like we're just gonna go with it because then she just thinks I'm like an amazing fucking actress also what else has happened to me this week besides me losing my favorite person in the entire world um one of my ex fling flings came back into my life a little bit they've actually been back for a couple weeks but I like just started noticing they were back in my life like a couple of days ago. I you're like what? I'm like yeah. I just really don't give a fuck about anybody. And then when I like notice that they're around, I'm like oh my god. I'm like talking to one of my ex flings. So I would have told you guys sooner, but it's not like that serious, and it's not like we're talking like that at all. I mean, definitely sexting, but just nothing like that serious at all. Went on a couple dates, just nothing that serious. No, I'm kidding. But we're just talking and stuff, and I'm been back and forth in my head where I'm like do I want to pursue it or do I want to let it die out again because this is like someone that'll be in my life forever like I know this person will 100% always be in my life so we like go through a cycle where it's like I fucking hate him and then we block each other then we never speak to each other again and then we like get back and we're like you know what we should never have even blocked each other in the first place we're so immature I can't believe we'd ever do that we're never gonna block each other again and it's just like a little cycle of that so every time we do block each other. I come back and I'm like, I just can't even speak to you anymore because the trust is just not there. I don't even want to communicate because there is no trust. And he's like, you say this every time. And I'm like, I do. But it's one of those flings where it hasn't gotten past anything serious 
because like we were friends first and stuff so it's kind of like we're trying to navigate how to talk to each other and do all those things while like not trying to ruin a friendship and I will 100% confirm that it has ruined our friendship that we should have just stayed friends and not been little flingy flings but now that we're a little flingy fling we're going to continue to be a flingy fling but like it's one of those kind of flings where you're like I'll always love you like I'll always just have so much love for you but I do have like five other boyfriends that I'm kind of consumed with right now and I don't want to put all my eggs into your basket. Hold on, the fucking ambulance again. In my eyes, I look at it, I'm like, we're so young and I want you to go and live it up and do your thing and be a whore because I just know I could see myself really settling down with you. So go and live it up and we'll see each other on the flip side. So that's why like, I hold my body out and I do everything like that. We don't really do much with each other because I'm just kind of like I really see you as something amazing for the future but right now being in my early 20s I don't want to settle down and I don't want to even really have a relationship right now I really just want to focus on my work and I want to focus on this podcast and I want to focus on bettering myself and becoming the best version of myself when I'm young right now I'm in a really big phase where I like don't really know if I believe in relationships that much anymore I know where I was like I want to start dating well like I do want to start dating and meeting people but I think I just kind of don't want to be in a relationship I just want more of somebody who I know will always be there for each other and we're really great friends and we're like kind of we're like basically in a relationship but it's not that serious so I just like feel like I'm so young that I don't want to be fighting with somebody and I don't want to be having all my eggs in one basket. Like I want to be able to just focus solely on my career and be selfish at this young age. And I feel like getting in a relationship, I have to obviously give a huge part of myself to that person. And I just don't know if I'm 100% ready for that yet. I think it'll take a special person for me to take that step with and stuff like that. So right now I'm just kind of enjoying being young, working on my career and like working on everything I love and like making these episodes for you guys and there's so many plans for Midday Matcha in the future and I'm really excited about them and I just don't want a guy coming in and like taking away my distraction from anything. I know that sounds extremely selfish, but I feel like this is the only time of my life that I get to be selfish, so I might as well fucking run with it because I won't get to be this selfish forever, so I might as well like just take a step back and be this kind of selfish. But then on the other end, it's like I could never be with someone intimately that's not only with me. So then it's like, oh my God, this fucking crazy bitch that I am because I'm like, I don't want a relationship, but I also don't want to be having sex with someone if they're going to be having sex with other people. So it's like, yeah, I want a commitment of some sort, but like not like an extreme one. But I just think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves at a young age to like have all this commitment. And it's like, I'm in my 20s. I don't want to look back on my 20s and be like, oh, I wish I could have done this, this, and this, but this one person was really holding me back. I don't really want to do that. I think we don't give enough credit to ourselves of like, how important it is to be so single at a young age and if you're in a relationship I obviously think that's awesome too but I also think like being single is something to really like cherish and be grateful for because I know one day I'll be spending the rest of my life with somebody and I'm gonna be like I wish I fucking embraced my 20s like I'm doing right now so I'm glad that I'm embracing my 20s and I'm living it up this episode is inspired because 
Tomorrow, I have a huge move coming up. So by the time you guys are listening to this, I will be in my brand new apartment. This apartment is my dream apartment. Every single feature of the apartment was written on my manifestation apartment list. I swear to God, every single thing that this apartment has was on that list. And it is just a beautiful apartment. I call it my first big girl apartment in the way where it's like, it's not my college apartment anymore. It's not any of that. It's the luxury building. I'm moving into a very nice apartment and I'm so fucking excited. I worked my ass off for this apartment and I was super specific with every single thing about it. I viewed 30 apartments before I settled on this one or I chose this one. I told you guys, I'm so fucking picky and I have the highest standards in the entire world and it is every single part of my life. So my broker and I genuinely went to a million different apartments and I think she wanted to kill me during it, but she really kept the spirit up nice. Didn't show at any point that she was annoyed, but I could tell she, I because I was annoyed with myself. Like I was so miserable that I couldn't find one fucking apartment to love. The biggest thing about this apartment for me was the view. It just the whole apartment is stunning. Obviously I'm gonna post it on my Instagram and I'll do a whole tour on my YouTube channel. And I'm just so excited to be living there. So this week's episode, I'm going to dedicate to the apartment that I'm living in currently. And it's an interesting one, okay? So basically, I live in the shittiest apartment possible right now. Yes, I know what you're thinking. You're like, don't you live in River North, a be- the most beautiful Chicago neighborhood. It is genuinely stunning. Yes, I do. I do, okay? But I live in the cheapest apartment in River North for many reasons. First of all, my budget at the time was not where it is now. So when I was looking for an apartment, I didn't have as high as a budget. And to live in where I'm living, you need to have a pretty high budget. And I didn't really have that. So I was like, you know what? No, but I know I want to live in River North. Like, I just love River North. Another thing, I was working so much that I was genuinely barely at this apartment. I travel a lot. I would be gone for like two weeks for work traveling. So I was like, I'm never here. I'm never going to be here. I don't even need to like this apartment. And then quarantine hit. And I was like, wow, I really wish I picked an apartment that I fucking loved before I moved into it. As well as my mom was like, it's just your college apartment. It doesn't need to be anything so special. And I was like, okay, like, I guess she's right. Like I'm working so much. I'm never going to be here. Like, I guess she's right. Um, I wish I didn't listen to her, but I'm glad I did because this apartment, let's put it nicely, it kept me humble. This apartment kept me really fucking humble, okay? I live in a two-flat apartment. There's no doormen. There's none of that. And you're like, well, okay, you bougie bitch. In River North, it is very rare to find an apartment building that doesn't have a doorman or anything like that. So the safety in this apartment building wasn't good at all. And it was very scary to be living here very young alone. I do live alone as well as this apartment that had a lot of fun little quirks about it. And I'm going to give you guys a bunch of story times about this apartment, as well as we're going to get into tips and tricks of one living in the city and then another one living alone, because I feel like those are the best tips and tricks I have. I think I've mastered living alone as well as living in the city. Okay, living with Livy in the city. 
Would you guys believe me if I told you that was almost the podcast name? My mom was like, you should name it Living, Livy, Livy in the City. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? If me to be like, hey guys, welcome back to Living with Livy in the City. You'd be like, Jesus Christ, that's a little aggressive. And you sound like you just snorted 15 lines of cocaine. Keep it to midday matcha, bitch. And so now it's just midday matcha. So I'm going to get into some story times about the apartment that I call apartment. It was apartment 2C. I was living in this apartment for probably a month at this point and I liked it. I will never say I loved it. I liked it a lot and I was fine with everything and let me tell you before I even get into this story. I'm not a big like I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of bugs very much and I didn't think I was scared of cockroaches until I saw one sitting on my sink in my bathroom a month after I had moved in. So at the time, my bitch was living with me, and she was at work, and I was at home. And I was just on the phone with my mom, and I was talking to her about my day and stuff, and it was all good. Everything was fine. And then I opened the bathroom door, and there it was, a cockroach on my sink. I immediately screamed and... I reacted in a way that was extremely dramatic. So what I did was I was like, well, I have to fucking kill the thing. So I, my first thought was light it on fire, which it's like, wait, why was that my first thought? Why would I light a cockroach on fire so it could then like light my entire apartment up into flames? But I went at it with the lighter anyways. I was like, you're going to fucking die today. Like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm going to light you the fuck up. I'm going to cremate you right in front of me right now, bitch. Like, it's done. And it was really fast and I couldn't catch it. And then I was screaming at it as if we were in a fight. Like I was screaming at it. Like I think my neighbors definitely thought a domestic abuse situation was happening. I was like, you no good fucking piece of shit. You don't belong here. Like talking to the cockroach. And if you didn't know there was a cockroach, you just thought I was talking to a person. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you, you stupid fucking bitch. Like to the cockroach. And I just knew then my neighbors would never fuck with me or even file noise complaints or anything like that because they probably thought I was talking to a human being and I was talking about how it didn't deserve to live and I was I really went in on the cockroach's life and was it even necessary no probably not no it was a cockroach it didn't even understand what I was saying but that's just how I reacted I guess like that was just my normal reaction to finding a fucking cockroach was emasculating it and telling it didn't deserve life as well as trying to kill it so then I got even more dramatic with it I called my bitch who was living with me at the time and I was like, I'm grabbing your shit, meet me at this hotel. And I didn't really give her any other information. And I made it seem as if somebody tried to come into the apartment to kill me basically by saying we had to go stay in the hotel for a night and we couldn't even go back there. And I wouldn't tell her until she got to the apartment what was wrong because I just couldn't even fathom talking about it. I was disgusted. So I immediately booked a room in a hotel two blocks away from me because I'm dramatic as shit. Like, of course, I was like, oh my God, I saw a cockroach. I can't sleep there. I'm going to stay at this hotel. And I told her to meet me there. And she was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, like I have to break the lease. Like, I just have to break the lease. I can't. We, I can't even live there. This is not okay. She's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I found a cockroach. She was like, oh, that's why we're in the hotel. And I was like, yeah. And she's super supportive. So, And she didn't like bugs either. So she was like, okay, okay, like, let's stay in the hotel. 
but like you literally would have thought the cockroach tried to kill me by the way I was acting. So then I left my landlord a bunch of messages and they weren't nice messages ways to get out of my lease because I just couldn't even stomach the fact of living with a cockroach. You guys are like, this is getting so dramatic, you literal superficial bitch. No, here's the thing. Yes, but also here's the thing. You should have seen how fucking big it was. It wasn't a normal cockroach. And after we moved in, I like in the hallway and stuff, I would see a bunch of like dead cockroaches everywhere. And I I kind of honest to God, I kind of brushed it like off of me I was like ew they're in the hallway I don't know why I didn't think they would be in my apartment too I just honest to god should have never signed the lease here but did it anyways you know what I mean just can regret it that one but they did have the exterminator come and spray my apartment several times and then throughout the year I would call randomly just saying I saw a cockroach even when I didn't because I would want them just to come spray randomly because to see a cockroach just chilling on my like a fat ass cockroach like it was huge I had never been more disgusted in my entire life and I was crying a lot it was just bad and it that's the story of how I really overreacted when I saw a cockroach but I didn't know how common they were in the city of Chicago I just never I honestly I like didn't know how common they were but apparently they're pretty common but they're genuinely disgusting and I will never put up with that again and I won't be dealing with that in my new apartment because I'm way too many floors up in the air for that to happen but that's the story of how my neighbors truly thought I was abusing the shit out of my boyfriend when it was just a cockroach I tell you guys about my dating life and stuff like that and this is just another story of something that happened in my dating life so you know when you go on dates with someone and you kind of like them and stuff like that you guys hook up and for me hooking up is usually um we're gonna kiss we're not fucking I make it really clear to every single guy that I'm not fucking you like ew you're like whoa 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 no but I just hate when like they assume that you're having sex with them and then I'm like no it's no so I'm gonna let you know right now that this that's not the vibe so fall the fuck back I have a rule I have a limit of how long I need to know somebody before I actually have sex with them so like fall all the way fucking back anyways I was seeing this guy and things were going really well I liked him I did like him okay So I mentioned my bitch lived with me and while I was dating this guy, she lived with me and he was like, I want to see your apartment. I want to see your apartment. And I was like, it's ghetto. You don't want to see my apartment at all. But like, sure, let's go look at it. And she was home and sleeping and we had gotten back from um, like a date or something and I showed him and I was like, oh, no, no, she's sleeping. Like We can't go in there. He's like, okay, so then we just sat on my front staircase and just kind of started chit-chatting a little bit and just started talking. And (laughs) this is so fucking scarring. One thing led to the next, and I was on his lap while he was fingering my asshole on my front staircase in my apartment building. No, I'm not proud of this. And no, I'm also not embarrassed by this, okay? You're like, why was he fingering your asshole? Because, listen, listen, listen. Let's take a step back, okay? 
you know, it feels good, first of all. Second of all, I, I honest to God, don't know either. Like, I, it wasn't like I was like, no, you need to put that finger in my ass. That was not it whatsoever. It just kind of happened. It just kind of happened a little bit. Like, it just kind of happened. You're like, how does that just happen? I'm not shy with my asshole whatsoever. I didn't tell him to put it in my asshole. It just, his finger went to my asshole. That was basically how that one happened. But on my front staircase was probably not the move because people from the street can see that. No, I wasn't naked. It was, I had a dress on and it was through my dress, basically. So fucking embarrassing. But yeah, no, he definitely fingered my asshole on the front staircase of my apartment building. It was just fun and flirty and he decided to put his hand there and I honest to God didn't stop him and I don't think I'd go back and stop him. No, I mean it's not my go-to to have my asshole fingered on my staircase of my apartment but like I don't I probably was like no you, you can't touch my like I was because I'm like oh god no you can't touch my vagina like oh my god my good so I'm like just go to my asshole. I sound like one of those church girls or not like a church but like one of those Christian girls that's like we can't have sex, but you can definitely, like, fuck my asshole. But that wasn't it. That wasn't it. I think he just went towards my asshole, and I was like, he knows me better than I thought he did. Of course I'm just going to let him do that. That felt good. And if you've never had your asshole fingered and you're judging me for this story, go get your asshole fingered and then come back to me and tell me that it's not an amazing feeling. So this is a story where I thought somebody was robbing me. No, I'm not normally a paranoid person whatsoever, But I mentioned in my stalkers episode that, yes, I do have stalkers. No, I'm not really vocal or, like, I don't show where I live that much. Chicago's pretty big. Like, I don't think they know where. I mean, I do tag, like, River North specifically. I never thought my stalkers would know where I live. But I am young. I do live alone. And I am very beautiful. So I'm just a predator's dream, basically. So in March... I remember I was on the phone with my best friend and I heard some noises outside my apartment door and I was like, (laughs) what the fuck is that? And then I freaked out a little bit and then I went and I looked out the peephole. What I thought I saw was completely different than what I saw, but what I thought I saw was a man pushed up against the wall but I could kind of see a little bit of his body so that's what I looked at the people and that's what I thought I saw so I immediately freaked the fuck out and I called my mom and I was like mom you need to come get me right now I'm gonna get killed tonight basically like this is where I get murdered like I'm going to die tonight there's a man outside my apartment and she was like well, no, call the police. And I was like, well, no, I'm not going to call the police. No, they don't really help very much. And I don't want to call the police. I was like, you need to come get me. And mom, I'm like, I can't sleep here. Like, you need to come get me. I'm, I can't be here. So my mom was like, okay, I'm on my way. Until then, I hid in my bathroom with my pepper spray and my knife. And I kept hearing the noises. And I was like, it's the fucking man. But I did keep hearing these noises. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what could this possibly be? And in my mind, I was like, no, it's the man. It's definitely the man. The noises got louder and louder. And I was freaking out and I had no idea what to do. And there's only one entrance out of my apartment and it's that door. So I was like, holy fuck, I'm going to lose my mind and this man's going to kill me. I have nowhere to go. So then I really freaked out and I took a knife to my screen and window and I slashed it the fuck out and I was screaming help 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 mind you nobody in my apartment can help me because they're not they can't get in at all and there is a huge 
fence in front of my windows, I guess I would call it. Like, you can't get out of those either. And I just was trying to kick it out. Like, I was trying to fully use my whole force and my weight to kick it out and there it like realistically there's genuinely just no way I can do that and I couldn't kick it out so I was panicking and as I was doing that my mom was like I'm here come outside and I was like no you have to bitch you have to no I was like you have to come up and get me like I'm freaking out the man's gonna fucking kill me and my mom was like no well like I'm not going upstairs he's gonna kill me like I'm out in the open and I was this makes it even worse this makes everything even worse I'm trying to open my door because at this point I'm like, fuck it. He can kill me and I'm going to slice his fucking throat open. I don't give a fuck. So I'm trying to open my door and my door is not opening. So I'm like, oh my God, the man is holding the door shut. (laughs) You guys, I'm literally insane. Like I'm literally fucking crazy. So then I'm crying on the phone with my mom and I'm screaming and she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm like, he's holding the door shut. And she's running up the stairs and I hear her screaming, Livy, Livy, I'm coming. And I'm like, mom. She gets to my door, opens it and looks at me and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No one's even fucking here, Liv. There was no man in front of my door or he ran away because my apartment's right next to the fire escape. So he could have just went out the back door and off the fire escape. And honest to God, that's what I think happened because none of it makes sense. I genuinely saw a shadow outside of my door and the noises I was hearing and they were like, it sounded as if someone was trying to open my door. Like that's exactly what the noises sounded like. So I'm still convinced that there was somebody there and then um, my mom was really pissed at me and then I caused a lot of damage in my apartment that I didn't really mean to. But you know what? It's better to be safe than sorry. I feel like if we gain anything from this story, it's that, you know what? Bash out your windows and convince your mom you're getting killed because it's better that I was safe about it than sorry but I honest to god I still think someone was there that night and I stand by that and you might think I'm psycho and I have signs of schizophrenia but I don't I honest to god think somebody was there and I'm gonna stand by that my last story I'm gonna tell you guys about is that I had a really bad high one time I told you guys I used to smoke weed I don't anymore but I used to and If you guys keep up with Chicago's news, there's been a lot of riots and a lot of looting. And exactly where they loot and things get destroyed is right in front of my apartment building. So usually when that happens, because I don't live in a safe apartment whatsoever, I either go stay with my friends in Mag Mile or my sister who lives in River North, but she lives in High Rise, and decided to get really high one night and... (laughs) This was like after the riots had already happened and I was already a little scared living in my apartment because things were getting, like Chicago's getting looted is basically what was happening. And I got a little high. I was fucking convinced people were throwing rocks at my window. So let me go back. I was already paranoid and scared before I got high and then I decided to get high because I was like oh yeah what's better than getting high when you're already anxious I was like it'll calm me down instead I had one of the worst highs of my entire life I was literally like I was ducking as if they were like throwing rocks at me I don't honestly kind of like I don't that was just the weed talking and then I went 
to my sister's apartment and I was like having a panic attack in the Uber to there and she lives two blocks away and like I literally could have walked and I was having a panic attack because I was like people are throwing rocks at me Laura people are trying to throw rocks like we don't know what the fuck is happening and I just honestly got to think it was my subconscious taking over because of how much anxiety I had about staying in my apartment with all the looting and stuff that was happening but I was just honest to God convinced people were throwing rocks at me. Honestly, it, it actually like, wouldn't even surprise me if that like actually was to happen because this apartment is so weird and scary and um, they, people really have access to me at any point. So I can tell you guys that now because I'm leaving. But yeah, it's pretty scary to be living where I'm living because of just the access people have into my apartment, which is terrifying, but is what it is. And now everything's a lot better because I'm moving to a beautiful building high-rise all those things but yeah that's another little fun story that I thought people were throwing rocks at me and nobody was throwing rocks at me I just had a really bad high and it, that's the reason I don't smoke weed anymore is because of that high because I was convinced people were um assaulting me and throwing rocks at me so that was great like that's lovely to like also go to my sister's apartment and look at her and her roommate and be like people were throwing rocks at me and they're like no they weren't and to just have that bad high anyways was just like not that's genuinely the reason I don't smoke anymore. So you guys, those were some fun little stories of what happened in my apartment this past year living in it. Hope you guys enjoyed those stories. You're like, whoa, you're nuts. No, I know I am a little crazy and paranoid. That's for sure. I definitely have anxiety. If you couldn't tell, you're like, we could tell from the first fucking episode you had anxiety, bitch. Anyways... I'm going to give you guys some of my tips and tricks about living alone. So I do live alone. I've lived alone for this year. Don't let boys know where you live. So the only protection my building has is that you can type in a code to get in, but it's nothing really. Anyways, I would tell these boys that I was talking to the code. There's genuinely two boys, okay? It's not like I was telling 15 people my code, but just because like when they were coming over, it's a lot easier for them to type in the code and come up to my apartment than me to walk 10 steps. I guess I'm just fucking lazy, honest to God. So the reason I say this is because it caused me a lot of fear um, for the simple fact that maybe when things ended badly that they would just come and hurt me. That's just my past trauma talking. But also because the one night I had the one boy in my apartment and we were just hanging out, just talking. One of my ex flingy flings and... I was like, holy shit, if the other one comes in, this is going to be a really bad look on my end for the simple fact that I have another man in my apartment and and it's been a day. It was a day. But also the guy I had in my apartment was like a thing. He's definitely like the guy I tell all everyone I'm talking to and all my boyfriends not to worry about. But they really should worry about him because like, I'm just saying that because I mean, he's harmless, but like he definitely wants to fuck the shit out of me. We vocalize that to each other often. Yeah, so that caused me a lot of fear as well as the time that the guy that fingered my asshole on the stairs called me at four in the morning one time and I answered, like woke me up out of my sleep and was like, hey, like I'm in front of your apartment and I don't know why, like I was just like, oh, we haven't talked in like two months that's a little weird for you to call me at four in the fucking morning and tell me you're in front of my apartment and I was like I'm in Colorado because like I go to Colorado for work but I was like I'm in Colorado like just yelling and then I was like holy shit if he has my code in his phone from when I texted him what my code was before like he's gonna come and try and literally get in this fucking apartment like I'm genuinely terrified but he ended up not doing that because I told him I was in Colorado but just like the fear 
of having these boys know my code was so just not a good idea on my end. Like, when we were talking and, like, flirting or, like, when they would come and see me, like, that's fine because, like, I didn't want to go get them. But, like, the aftermath. Like, I wish someone would have told me, like, the aftermath is going to cause you a lot of anxiety, Livy. Stop giving people your code. If you are questioning living alone, do it. I honestly, it is the best thing I've ever done. Well, it can get lonely, but I'm genuinely my own best friend. Like, I just have so much fun with myself, like, all the time, no matter what I'm doing. Like, as long as I'm there, like, I'm having fun. Friends or no friends, genuinely my own best friend, okay? As you can tell, I'm self-obsessed, whatever. Just actually my own best friend, which is, like, my biggest flex. Swear to God, like, don't need anyone but myself, and that's exactly how it should be. But... Living alone is the best choice I've ever made. You have nobody to tell you what to do. You don't have to follow anyone's schedule. Like, you don't have to go to sleep at a certain time because they're going to sleep. You have all the freedom in the entire world. And I just, honest to God, love living alone. I don't think I could live with a roommate in the house since I've lived alone for so long. And it is the best choice I've ever made. So if you're questioning it, don't question it. Live alone. I promise you, living alone will be the best thing you've ever done for yourself. But also... It does make my mind race sometimes because I am alone. So it's like I'm alone with my thoughts and it's like that can be scary, but like you're fine. But it did make me confront situations that I knew I was suppressing. So I will say this past year has been a lot of reflection for me because emotions or thoughts or memories that I was kind of suppressing came up and it made me deal with them. So that was also really good because you do have all that time alone and you are by yourself. So that is one thing like it does make memories and thoughts and stuff in your head come up like that but other than that like I mean you need to work through that shit anyways to be a better person so I was like I didn't mind it that much but I will say that is one thing since you're alone your thoughts and your mind does race a lot but like I was fine with it but I highly recommend living alone also living alone make sure to have protection like pepper spray or a knife my mom is always like I want you to have a gun and you know what for the podcast like I'm just gonna say I have a gun so yeah that's fine I have a gun no I don't have a gun because I'm just like scared like I just couldn't imagine me in like a moment where I needed to use a gun using it well I think I would just be like example like I carry my pepper spray with me everywhere and I've almost accidentally pepper sprayed 10 people because of the fact that I just get nervous and I flinch a little bit like too easily and I think people are coming to like attack me sometimes and they're not always sometimes they are sometimes they're not okay I did have a situation the other night where this girl was chasing me but like that's a story for a different time but still like I'm very quick to use my pepper spray I haven't fully pepper sprayed anyone but I've definitely like held it out of my pocket and been like ready to do it because I was like on alert and I don't want to have to be on alert with a gun could you imagine me on alert with a gun like that would just not end well for anybody and I would just be so nervous I would just be like like I would have probably shot the cockroach do you know what I mean like if I had a gun my first thing would have in my head would have been like shoot the cockroach and then my neighbors are gonna file a complaint because they're like she's shooting in the building so I just think it's best for me not to have a gun in general I just don't think I'm going to use it in the best ways possible but always have protection like I have like pepper spray and knives and stuff like that and like other stuff so if someone was to break in that like I could protect myself but like even if you just even if you live with a roommate always have protection because you just never know always have an extra set of keys one time my best friend and I got locked out on my roof 
it's not like a nice one. And we were out there for a while and my maintenance sucks. So they couldn't come get us. So just like always remember to have extra keys. As you guys know, I live in Chicago. So here are gonna be some tips and tricks for living in the city. Get earplugs, okay? There are so many ambulances and fire trucks all night long, so many sirens all the time. Get some earplugs if you wanna sleep well. Especially because like I actually lived pretty close to the fire station, so I just highly recommend getting earplugs. Also, I touched on this, but always walk around with your pepper spray. You never know when you're gonna have to use it and spray somebody, okay? I've been there many times amount of times I got approached or something like that like it gets pretty scary but also have like a straight face and don't stop for anybody if they want to ask questions just keep fucking walking like keep going and just have a really mean bitchy look on your face I think I've kind of mastered having that mean bitchy look on my face because I just don't want people to talk to me and that's how I stay out of trouble the L is your best friend know how to use your public transportation in any city you're living in like I highly recommend that it's so cheap and it gets you exactly where you need to go and it's pretty quick like sometimes it's a lot quicker than traffic it is most of the time a lot quicker than traffic so I I highly recommend learning how to use your CTA or your public transit. It will save your life, especially in Chicago. Also, the energy here makes you want to do amazing things. Like, I love to just walk outside and walk down Michigan Ave. And just being outside and being in the city just feels so good. Like, I just love it down here. And, I mean, I'm a city girl, though. Like, if you're not a city girl, don't expect the same results. But still... Just the energy in Chicago is such a huge change, so it makes you want to do amazing things. Like, I swear to God, it really does. People are not friendly here either. So, like, don't expect – well, like, people are friendly, but don't expect people to be, like, super friendly. Like, for example, I know I walk down the street, headphones in, pepper spray, and – whatever other protection I have in my pocket, like ready to not fuck with anybody. So if someone tries to stop and talk to me, I usually don't talk to them because I'm like, nope, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Like I don't have time for that. I, and I just don't really, I know I sound like a bitch, but like a lot of the times that I've stopped, it's ended up in really bad situations. So I won't ever do that again. Also, the city is expensive. So prepare for that. I've been in the city since I was 18. So for example, going out for drinks and stuff, I always knew drink prices were gonna be around 13 to 20 dollars a drink and honest to god that's not that bad for me so if i see like a 16 dollar drink i'm like oh that's not that bad and if i see a drink that's like 13 dollars i'm like what a steal usually they're 13 to 15 but they can be 13 to 20 dollars so like prepare yourself for that things are not cheap down here whatsoever and i always just say if you're gonna live in the city be ready for city prices like even the starbucks here is more expensive because of the tax and stuff like that so if you're gonna be in live in the city be ready for city prices that's just another big thing i recommend like don't compare it to cyber prices whatsoever and i know a lot of college kids have a lot of trouble coming down here and living here after college because they're like $13 for a drink I usually pay $2 for a shot and like luckily like I've never had that I'm like used to well actually no it sucks because I'm used to people paying for my drinks and now that Rona hit it's like no Libby pay for your own fucking drinks because you can't go out to the clubs so you don't know we're all suffering over here okay but be prepared to pay like 13 to 20 for a drink depending on where you're going there is also no need to live in fear. I know there's a lot of stuff happening downtown in the city, and I know it's like, everyone's like, it's so violent down there. It's like, it's 
It is. Don't get me wrong. It is. But it's kind of by chance. I'm going to give you guys an example. The other night, I was at a really nice restaurant. And the next day, my sister was like, there was a shooting in front of it. My mom was like, oh, my God. And it was freaking out. And I was like, why are you so scared? It didn't affect us in any sort of way. Just because we ate there the night before doesn't mean that. So, like, those are kind of chance situations. Like, in my eyes, usually stuff that's people that are getting killed or stuff like that, that could be targeted one or two it's just kind of by chance does it make any sense like it's not I'm not like walking down the street ducking from bullets all the time no like Chicago's not like that at all and stuff with the riots and the looting and stuff it has been a little bit scarier but usually they're just going after businesses and not really people so don't I do like I refuse to let myself live in fear from those things because then I just won't be enjoying my life whatsoever and I honest to god don't think it's like, there will always be crime anywhere, anywhere you live. Also, there are dress codes to certain restaurants. So what I mean is, like, you can't just walk in wearing jeans to certain places. Like, you sometimes it's, like, a smart, casual dress code or you have to dress nice. Like, you should really know before you go to the restaurant what the vibe of the restaurant is because you can't just walk into like a five-star restaurant wearing flip-flops and shorts. You won't fit in with the vibe. I told you guys in the club episode, clubs have dress codes just as much as restaurants have dress codes too. So like always be aware of where you're going and the dress codes and the stuff like that. I'm just trying to help you guys. I'm just a lifestyle podcast with some comedy in it. Well, no, I'm a comedy podcast, but still giving you some lifestyle tips. Also, if you're just be aware of your surroundings, that's my biggest thing. It's just I'm aware of everything that's happening around me. If I'm walking down the street, I'm not really ever on my phone. Like, yes, I have my music in, but like I'm my eyes are alert. I'm aware because I mean, there's there is muggings, there is shootings, there is everything in the city. But like, as long as you're aware, you can prevent that from yourself a little bit more. So always just be aware of your surroundings. Okay. So another big thing for me is I think. This apartment that I'm living in currently is not the best apartment. And a way I feel like I could have avoided that is now I use a broker. So I have a really great broker. She was amazing and helped me find the apartment of my dreams. Like I told you guys in the beginning, finding an apartment for me wasn't easy. I viewed at least like 20, 30. I'm not kidding. I viewed a bunch of fucking apartments and I didn't like any of them. And then I found that one that I just completely fell in love with. I don't pay her. She gets a part of what I rent. So I recommend getting a broker if you're going to move somewhere. It just takes out all the hassle for me. Like I didn't have to plan tours. She would drive me to and from tours and it was awesome. And like I highly recommend getting one. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't get a broker. And that's the reason I have the nice apartment that I have now is because she helped me find it. So I'm really grateful for that. So I highly recommend getting a broker when you're looking for an apartment. That was it for my episode i hope you guys like the story times of my apartment as well as the tips and tricks i gave you guys of living alone and also living in the city highly recommend it live alone and in the city you will not regret it but now we're gonna get into my midday matcha must-haves tj maxx has saint tropez do you guys know what the saint tropez if I'm saying it wrong, I just truly don't give a fuck. The self-tanner. Everybody loves it. It's huge. Last week, I gave you a dupe for it. I said St. Maurice. Guess what? TJ Maxx has Saint-Tropez. So if you don't want to pay Saint-Tropez prices, but you want Saint-Tropez, go to TJ Maxx. I spent like, what, $17 on it? It was a steal. And I really do love my St. Maurice, but I've always wanted to, I was like, I might as well try Saint-Tropez because they're like kind of around the same price right now. So just letting you know, TJ Maxx does have it. 
Also, if you guys don't have a diffuser, which is where you put in essential oils and water and it diffuses into your entire apartment, get one and put essential oils in it and look up essential oil blends because it helps you sleep, helps you focus, helps with love. It helps with everything. You're like, love? I'm like, yeah, get like a loving essential oil. You just like attract it a little bit more. I don't know. It's just great. I honestly highly recommend a diffuser. I love those. This morning, I did something new with my protein powder, okay? If you guys listen to the podcast, you know I love protein powder. You know I love all sorts of protein, especially protein powder. So what I recommend is I was using, because I everything is at my new apartment. Everything I order is at my new apartment. So my protein powder is over there. And I was like, well, I did my workout this morning. I still need protein. So I got a packet from Whole Foods of like the Vital Proteins protein, which I always really like their stuff too. They have really good protein, but not for what I'm specifically looking for. But I just grabbed it today because I was like, perfect. It's just a little pack. It's like $2 and I just need it for my protein shake this morning. But I was also really lazy this morning and I just didn't really want to make a whole protein shake. So what I did was I put it in my coffee and I put it in a you don't taste it at all. And it tasted like fine and it filled me up and it gave me the protein that I needed for the day. So I was like, oh, what a cute little trick I learned is just putting your protein powder, if it has no taste, like the Vital Proteins one, into my coffee. And it just dissolved and then I just drank it and it made me full like a normal protein shake would. So I was like, oh, fuck, I love that one for the days where I just don't want to make a protein shake. So I really recommend that one too, guys. You guys, would you believe me if I told you that was it for this week's episode? (sighs) Well, it is, okay? I love every single one of you. You all are so amazing. And thank you guys for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you take anything from this week's episode, it is live alone and live in the city. I swear to God, you won't regret it. As well as get your asshole fingered. Like, I just don't know what you're waiting for, you know? I'm, like, looking at you guys a little confused. It's like, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go try new things with your asshole. I really just highly recommend it. Like, that's definitely also another midday matcha must-have is getting your asshole fingered. It'll just do different things for you, and it'll make you a better person, okay? You're like, please fucking stop. Oh my god, I will. Okay, go down below, rate it five stars, leave a review. I really highly appreciate it, as well as if you guys want to reach me and contact me, you guys want to let me know how you loved the episode or how you hated it. You guys aren't afraid to tell me when you hate it, you know? Um, So that's lovely, but... You guys can email me at middaymatcha2as at gmail.com as well as follow me on Instagram at Livy Maeve, that's M-A-E-V-E for Maeve, as well as at midday underscore matcha for midday matcha's Instagram. I, I post bad bitch quotes daily so you will never not feel like the baddest bitch alive, period. As well as I love you guys. Like, that's all I had to say. Like, I really love every single one of you. So... I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. The next time I will be talking to you will be from my brand new apartment. So I'm fucking ready and I'm excited, okay? I hope you guys all have a beautiful weekend. I hope you guys remember your worth and that you're a bad bitch. And I hope you never let anybody make you feel less than that. And I think we're at the point where I can tell you guys, if you do accept anything less than that from anybody in your life, you're being fucking stupid. So don't be fucking stupid, okay? So... Remember you're a bad bitch. Remember you're loved. Remember you're amazing. And remember, I love you. Have an amazing weekend. Until next Friday, you whores. Ah, you dirty sluts, I love you. <laughs>